Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Elizabeth, the game you're talking about, the exchange of, of gifts where you can claim one and you open one and, and, and you steal gifts and all that kind of stuff. I always lose in that thing, so I don't like it, but we do it in my family all the time with you the mean, extended family. Yeah. What does it mean you lose? You bring a, a greater I, I, gift than the one you take away? I, I take away something that is just the dregs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is, I get the white elephant. I get the thing nobody wants. But anyway, you said you had an experience with this that really yeah. made it a mark on you. Actually, it became such a remarkable event that it became one of the mottos of my uh, my ministry, and I wanted to save the event in such a way that a, a graphic designer made a poster of it. No, for wait, me. wait a minute. So this game that I hate. <laughs> Has become a hallmark of your ministry. Absolutely. I, I, you Absolutely. know, you know, they ask, "Can any good thing come from Nazareth?" I'm asking, "Can any good thing come from this game?" So, what is it that, that makes you know such what? a mark on you? I think a lot of people that are listening have been playing this game in the last few weeks because a lot of companies make this. You bring a gift, yeah. and then you put it in the middle, however you play it, and you come out with another gift. Yeah. You know, you somehow exchange gifts. And I was in the home of a friend of mine, and we all brought. This gift, you know, we had this uh, limit of how much Mm -hmm. they were supposed to cost and all that. And the son of of this man that was hosting the game was so excited about the game. I mean, his expectation of what he was going to come up with, it was just incredible, Mm -hmm. you know. And I'm never going to forget this kid when he opens the gift that becomes his gift. Yeah, what did he get? He got a shower head. Yeah, you know what? That's, I would get worse than that. The <laughs> okay. kid needs to count himself lucky. Mine are always worse. He got well, a shower head. Yeah, but he got a shower head, and I remember his face, like, saying... Yeah, what a disappointment. Yes, this, this is what I got. And, you know, I, I felt bad for him, too. And there was this other man in the game that when the game was over, he had received this really cool tool, you mm-hmm. know? And I watched this man go over to this young man and mm. say... Young man, would you like to exchange with me? Oh. And I remember this kid's face when he realized that he could get rid of <laughs> the shower of head. The shower head and get this really cool tool. Oh. And this moment of the exchange, when when he got something that he didn't get, he didn't deserve it because it wasn't his gift. Right. And gave this other man the, the shower, which I'm sure this other man wouldn't do anything with, yeah, anyways. What? Uh, I said, isn't this the gospel? Is this, isn't this what Romans talks about, how God gives us eternal life as a gift, and we give him our death, and we exchange? And it was such a great impact that I had a graphic designer make this huge poster that I have at home when God is giving this box of chocolates that says eternal life, mm-hmm. and we are giving him, all you see is hands in the poster. We're giving him this little box that has a, a skull in it because ah. we give him our death. We and give he him give, death, and yeah. he gives us eternal Amazing. That is amazing. I love it. And it's called The Great Exchange. That is cool. Yeah, it is. Well, actually, it is Paul in the book of Romans who helps um, flesh this out for us a bit as he talks about this great exchange. He talks about us getting what, what only Christ deserves and him getting what we deserve. And that's not a good exchange on his part. I mean, you know, I, I talk about how I come out on the short end of the stick when it comes to this great gift exchange. Jesus did worse than me. Yes, yes. And and today we're going to, as, as you know, this whole week we are 
are looking at five different passages from the New Testament that explain uh, Jesus' birth and the impact it had on humanity. Now, when we start the book of Romans, um, he makes a striking statement in chapter 3, verse 23, says that everybody has sinned and and they fall short of the glory of God. They deserve death. And you know what? For years... That's where people would stop at that verse for me, just to oh, prove really? to me that I'm a sinner. All have fallen short of the glory of God. You know, you know what? All right. I was pretty well aware of that anyway. Hmm. I, you I mean had, Romans 3.23? People used to quote it to you just oh, by yeah. itself. Yeah. They just stopped there. They wouldn't, they wouldn't go any further than that. Well, you want to go farther this time? Yes, I would like to be the one who goes further this time. Let's start with verse 23 again. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by His grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 24 makes all the difference, doesn't it? Yes, because it actually talks about this exchange. It says, we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, which, of course, it means that we deserve death. Uh, He later on will say this in 623. And may I say, that's not a newsflash. Yeah, yeah, we all know. We all feel guilty. Yeah, we all feel guilty and we have reason to. Hmm. But verse 24 tells us there's hope for sinners. And is a gift. That's right. Uh, Being justified as a gift by His grace through the redemption, which is in Christ Jesus. And then he goes on to say, we gave Him our death. He died on our behalf and Mm -hmm. He gave us His eternal life. Imagine what a gift exchange this is. Now, what does this have to do with Christmas? Well, what it has to do with Christmas is that in order to do that exchange, Jesus had to become a man. Man, because the first man in first the Bible... First man at all is the one who, who brought death to this world by his disobedience. That's right. And so through this disobedience, the whole human race becomes mortal because God had told them that the day that they decided to rebel against them and no longer be uh, with the life giver, as Genesis 3 says, in that moment, they started dying before mankind was eternal like God is eternal. We were not intended to be mortals. We were created to be immortal as our creator is. That's what we were designed to be. But it was our disobedience uh, of our representative, the first man, that has made all of us mortal today. Yes, and if Jesus was going to reverse what Adam did, then he had to come also as a human being Mm -hmm. and be the second Adam. And that is a term that is often applied to him and to his work as our Messiah, Mm -hmm. our Redeemer, is the work of the second Adam, to reverse the effects of the first Adam's mistake. Yes, and, and a big word is Adamic Christology, which means to see Christ as the second Adam, Mm -hmm. taking the place of Adam as a human being and reversing everything that Adam did. Uh, Through Adam, death came to all the race. Through Christ, life comes to all who believe. Isn't it amazing? Look at the exchange. But in order to do that, he dies the death that all humans deserve, Mm -hmm. and he gives the possibility of life to all humans that decide to be now under the second Adam. I love this. Yeah, you talk about a great gift exchange. This is it. This This is is the best gift you can ever get. You give the worst thing you have, and that is your mortality, Hmm. uh, your punishment for your sin. You give that away because he's already taken it. He's born it. And he gives you (laughs) what he only deserves, and that is eternity. You know, this last weekend I was preaching in Nebraska, and I was explaining this, that the assurance of our salvation Mm -hmm. doesn't come from what we are or what we have. It comes from what Christ has done for us. And this woman, out loud, in the middle of the congregation goes, 
Oh, I mean, I, I heard it from the pulpit. It's, it was like this aha moment. Yes. No wonder I was never assured of my salvation because I was looking at myself. Mm-hmm. And, and as long like, as we oh. look at self, there is no assurance. Absolutely. There is no assurance. But when we look at Jesus, oh, that's where the assurance comes because he has already won that for us and he's given it to us as a gift. That, this is why this is a gift exchange. We give him our death mm-hmm. and he pays for it and he dies in our place. That's right. He gives us his life and we have eternal life. I mean, the whole New Testament is trying to tell us if you accept the baby Jesus that was born in the manger Mm -hmm. and who came to die and live a perfect life and die on our behalf, then you already have eternal life. And we're all like, how could this be? How could the gift be so big? There's got to be a catch. You know, I'm I'm looking for the exception clause. (laughs) I'm looking for the kicker. There's got to be a catch, but there is no catch. And Paul in the book of Romans is doing his best to explain this to us (laughs) so that we'll get it. And he does over and over again. He's trying to say the same thing. This is a gift. It's something given to you. Trust in him. One of the favorite passages that I have in Romans that tries to explain this is when he tries to explain that Jesus undoes what Adam did. And he starts talking about Adam, actually, on verse 12 of chapter 5, saying that through this one man, obviously, Adam, death came into all the world. And then he explains how Jesus comes and takes the place of Adam in through his perfect life and perfect death, then the whole world is reconciled with God. And then in verse 18 and 19, he kind of summarizes the best he can. It's it's hard, I know. In verse 18, he says, So then as through one transgression there resulted condemnation to all men, even so through one act of righteousness there resulted justification of life to all men. For as through one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, even so through the obedience of the one, and that's capital one, that's Jesus Christ, the many will be made righteous. See, one of the ways that I like to explain this Adamic Christology, Jesus as the second Adam, is to imagine these large umbrellas. Because when you are born a human, you are born under the umbrella of Adam because Mm -hmm. he's the first human being. Mm -hmm. Adam and Eve are the parents of the race, right? right? And God says, look, there's this other umbrella. A second Adam came. You can choose voluntarily to get out of this one and put yourself under this other umbrella. This one, yeah, The first umbrella results in your death. You can stay there if you want to. Yes, correct. <laughs> but I, I've got another umbrella over here, and you'll live forever over here, and it's good over here. Yes. You know, over there, it's bad. <laughs> over here, it's good. It, yes. It's really your call. Where would you rather be? Yes, under the first Adam or the second Adam. Yeah. And uh, stupidly, many of us choose the first Adam. Yes, yes, No, yes. really, I think I can make it work over here. Yeah, I, this yeah, is I'm not okay. so bad after all. Yeah. No, really. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> nice try, Jesus, but it's not quite good enough for me. I'll, I'll just hang out here with my friends. And God desperately is like, do you understand the first umbrella <laughs> is, is death, yeah. and the second umbrella is is guaranteed eternal life. Yes. I mean, are you sure you want to walk out of the party with a skull <laughs> in your hand? Yeah. And I mean, the, the gift exchange is one of the best ways of explaining the, the gospel. And yeah, a lot of people are giving each other's gifts in Christmas. Yeah. And we actually forget that in Christmas, we celebrate the greatest gift that God gave us and that this gift came to die so that we could actually experience a full gift exchange. Why go home with the shower head when you can have the cool tool? <laughs> That's exactly it. Why go home with the showerhead? You don't have to go home with the white elephant. Christmas this year reminds us of one thing. Jesus Christ came to give you a gift. We're giving each other gifts. Forget about it. The best gift has already been given. It is the gift of eternal life. It is given to you. You don't deserve it. You don't earn it. He gives it to you. He takes your death and gives you his life. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv.
Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.